Hello everyone, welcome back to Book It Vince, the Wrestling Dream Match Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Martin Bent. And with me as always is the ticking time bomb, Anthony Hall. Oh man. The ticking time bomb? Uh the ticking time bomb. I have an idea, but I I, I don't know. I is it uh is it Hiromu? No. Oh, uh, who is who has been classified as like crazy? Man, that's, that's so many people. Uh, <laughs> John Moxley. No. Uh, Al Snow. <laughs> no, I actually don't know what Al Snow's nicknames are. I got to look that up. Uh, no, this is the one and only Brian Pillman. Oh, that's embarrassing. Oh, well, well, the loose cannon, the digging time bomb. Sorry, uh, R.I.P. Brian Pillman, one of the greats. Um, I got I got a mini Anthony before we get into this. I'm tired. This has been a long week of wrestling. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. So uh, we're recording this uh, a little bit uh, before our usual time slot of recording. So. Um, money in the bank has not happened yet and forbidden door just happened this past weekend. Yeah. And also we went to an indie show, of course, uh, our favorite promotion in Toronto, Greek town wrestling. Yeah. It was such a fun show. It was so cool. Uh, I got to see a lot of people there. Josh Alexander, Sonny kiss, uh, some great tag team stuff. Of course, uh, Chandler Decker, Chandler Decker. Oh my God, I'm so tired. <laughs> Channing Decker and Eric Young. Uh, that match was insane. Yeah. Decker jumped off of a Zamboni, which was so cool. Um, and then, of course, getting to see Bret Hart in person was incredible. Um, pretty magical. Pretty, pretty magical night. And then, yeah, Forbidden uh, Door. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, what a great, what a great show. Um, Marty, well, before we get too deep into the click hole of uh, or the sinkhole of Forbidden Door, um, let's just quickly say what our favorite match from Forbidden Door is. If you have one, I have um, a very clear favorite. Um, it's so tough. Uh, I honestly really loved the winner takes all tag team match just because mm. uh, FTR seven star FTR, baby. Um, <laughs> when another title they get, they have to be going for the AEW tag titles now. Uh, but probably the match that kept me the most entertained throughout was Orange Cassidy versus Will Ospreay. Well, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. So, um, I don't love Will Ospreay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't really love. Um, sometimes he like really oversells and is like a bit too spotty and like it's weird because in WWE there is not a lot of like crazy spot fests but it's considered sports entertainment but sometimes when there's wrestlers who can really do the moves they like really just like overdo the moves like there is a very classic um, match between Will Ospreay and Ricochet uh, which is just being called dance fighting, uh, oh, yeah. just very spotty. But 
you know, when Will Ospreay is in the ring, like him and Orange Cassidy have really good chemistry together. And just like, I don't know how to describe it, but the impact of some of the moves and the spots uh, was, was just so fun to watch. And yeah, like Osprey, he, he killed Orange Cassidy at the end. So it was really, uh, it was, really It was such awesome. a good match. Just like, uh, it, it, what and it wasn't like the entire thing was like moving so fast like it honestly really felt like Cassidy didn't even really get to like like go full throttle until like the final moments of yeah of yeah. the match so but yeah I know great show all around uh fantastic uh like I don't even watch New Japan and I thought that that was that was my first time really watching a lot of those people wrestle and like, oh, nice. Frank Okada, like, no wonder he's, <laughs> you know, he's as popular. He's the guy like he, he yeah. that match, he, even though, you know, there's the tough call of what the finish really was. But like, I was just entertained mm-hmm. by getting to watch Okada go. That was so fun. Um, yeah. yeah, no, great show. Uh, and yeah, we got <laughs> I didn't even know. I didn't even know we had money in the bank coming up. <laughs> So this is more wrestling to watch, but uh, it'll be interesting to see who they who gets, you know, that, uh, you know, brass ring and moving forward. Who's going to get the briefcases? Um, I kind of have a weird feeling that we're getting uh, Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch, but we'll see what happens. Oh, man. I mean, can they just stop? Can they just stop doing power couple stuff? Like, I Be- get it, man. I Becky, get it. Becky, I personally don't necessarily think she needs it and she doesn't have to. I think someone like no, Liv she Morgan or <laughs> yeah. like or or like even Alexa, like, I don't know, like Liv would be my pick. Seth would be yes. interesting because if Seth wins it and then at SummerSlam, he cashes it in on Brock and Roman. That would be kind of funny. It being full circle, you know, the heist of the century sort of deal again. Um, yeah, but are you really are you really in the midst of all of this like bloodline shit and like this Roman Reigns, like having the belt for forever and breaking all the records thing, really going to give it to Seth Rollins just to be like, oh, look, remember that time he cashed in? We're doing it again. You like that? I don't know. It's unless they give it to McIntyre. There's not really anyone else in that in the men's match that I think really can take it and run with it. So, oh, but, you know what? You know what might happen though? They might give it to McIntyre, and then instead of doing a traditional cash in, McIntyre is oh, just going to use the briefcase and make it a triple threat at SummerSlam. Oh, I maybe. hate it already. Oh, yeah. I we'll hate see. wrestling. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Who knows? Maybe yeah. we have egg on our face and it was something totally different. Yeah. You'll have to yeah. Let us know in the comments and online as we. Uh, yeah. When this episode comes out. But yeah, you'll, you'll have to say, wow, you were so wrong. Why don't you have faith in WWE booking Anthony and Marty? <laughs> Why don't you have faith? in the product that has let us down i'm the one that I'm actually watches the product that's <laughs> <laughs> true raw was not that bad last night anyways uh before we get into our episode today uh if you enjoy what you're hearing or watching 
in this podcast, please consider giving us a follow, uh, subscribing to the podcast on whatever platform you listen to your podcast on, uh, coming and checking out us, uh, uh, checking us out on Twitter at book events pod. Uh, give us a follow there, getting to chat with us, uh, see my, uh, uh, slew of ridiculous, uh, uh, memes that i've been putting out recently oh your your dale mini creations i i just i just have had so much fun with doing that it's really tricky because the unless the wrestlers are like really well known i can make like a million ultimate warrior ones because he's like the perfect person to put in that generation machine it's so funny right Uh, right, right yeah all right Diving into the episode, Anthony, it's your go for this week. I actually have no clue what you're going to book because you haven't told me a single thing about it. So let's hear it. It's funny that you were mentioning Raw last night because uh, I did tune in briefly. And when I did, I tuned in at the point where there was a handicap match. It was uh, Bobby Lashley versus uh, the Alpha Academy with special guest enforcer. Uh, theory and that made me think oh theory has been kind of an annoying uh, character uh, but he's fun to watch who is another annoying character who is fun to watch in another promotion specifically AEW and I thought to myself wow wouldn't it be nice if theory had a storyline with the absolute Ricky Starks. Ooh. So That's interesting. It would, it would be uh, you know, old stroke daddy versus theory. <laughs> I like how you give I like how you give a nickname to Star. I mean Starks has a bunch of nicknames. He's just yeah, he has he's one of my faves. He's great. Uh so like, you know, I, I find that they're both like very talented. Um they would wrestlers. make they would make such a phenomenal like tag team. Yeah, they would. So like, they're very similar. Do we in start, that way. Do we start them as a tag team? We break them up and then they have a feud. Who knows? I could That's see for us to decide. I could legitimately see them having like a, ah, uh, they could, they could have been like men of the year sort of style and like attitude as well. That would be a yeah. great, that would be a crazy stable of like Scorpio, Ethan Page, Theory, and uh, <laughs> and and Ricky Starks. That'd be pretty funny. It'd be funny if it was like the Wingmen versus like the real Wingmen. Oh yeah, <laughs> like you guys, you have these guys who are like basically like they have all the confidence in the world and they they think they're the the hot shit, and then it's like, oh, actually, here are some guys who are way more buff and handsome than you and way more successful than you. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be pretty funny. All right. So Ricky Starks and theory. Okay. Well, mm. he clearly gets the name Austin back. Yes. So that that's if that's if we're the- going to a W. So it, we can also make this decision right now. Um, if we want to uh, book an AEW or if we want to book in wwe ricky starks would honestly fit quite his character right now would fit quite well in um in wwe i think like in the fed he's he's just like it's funny how like 
he is doing his own thing, but it's clearly inspired by a number of different characters. And the same goes for mm-hmm. Ethan Page. Like Page has said before, like, uh, you know, he takes heavy inspiration from The Rock and from uh, Razor Ramon and stuff. And I'm sure the same goes for Ricky Starks. But I like mm-hmm. that he has like kind of this more snappier attitude in in some ways. Uh, and he's a bit more sharper than, say, like The Rock it, or in the sense of like not necessarily. Uh, the Rock was very good at like being super witty with like comebacks mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, but like Ricky Starks is kind of just like a bit more uh, trying to think of the word to describe it. He, but he's like kind of a bit more like sharp with how he you know delivers his promos and like yeah maybe maybe pointed people. is the is the word mm-hmm. yeah he's like he's kind of pointed and um it's <laughs> it's mean it's a lot more mean that's true yeah it's not like <laughs> well, it's like the, the he's like, he's like right so yeah. yeah the rock was like out to make jokes of people while then Ricky Starks is like trying to cut people down. Right, in, right. In funny ways. I love I love how him and Hobbs have been like calling like uh, Swerve and Keith Lee like like making fun of them by like making callbacks to like early Nickelodeon <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like calling them a bum ass Keenan and Keel. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. And, and also like ricky starks doing like the keith lee voice is pretty funny too mm-hmm. <laughs> no he's so, he's so I, talented yeah yeah he's had like, definitely a lot of really see, fun moments yeah i could definitely see him going to wwe in the future because i think like he could mold into what they want to do and he's amazing on the mic uh and theory's getting a lot better like props to the fact that they put him in such a high profile spot and he's just run with it and he's quickly kind of becoming like a top heel. Um, Well, he's Vince's guy, right? Like, you know, he's a, he's, he's the guy for Vince. I'm really, I love the the look. I'm really hoping that they do pull the trigger on uh, theory versus Cena. Cause I think it would be such a big, thing for his career but we'll see about that if that happens this summer or not um okay so theory and sparks yeah the tricky thing is because of the fact that they are are theory and starks the tricky thing is that they are both heels right now so maybe it is yeah they're a, a team at first they see kind of the the they have the same ideas they both like the fact that they like well Theory kind of is just like I he's kind of just like I'm just like a buff like asshole dude. Yeah, he's a he's a big time himbo. Like he's just like a big a big stupid idiot, but is like super buff and handsome and whatever. He could he could definitely take some inspiration or maybe like some some tips about fashion and stuff from Starks, where Starks is like you it's you, really funny. You got almost you got almost everything uh, it takes to be a star, kid. Yeah. The one thing you're missing though is the look. And then he like dresses him up, gives him like really fancy glasses and shirts and stuff. Yeah, it would be. I guess it would be funny if, um, let's say, like hypothetically speaking, um, would would um, mm-hmm. would theory join Team Taz? That's exactly what I was just thinking about. Is 
if there's a way for Taz to be like, all right, look, uh, we're doing everything right, but we just need more of a, of a following, more of that internet engagement. <laughs> I need the likes. I need the follows. I need the subscribers, people that care about Team Taz. So I brought in someone who's going to help us get those likes. And then he's <laughs> Austin Theory walks in backstage and he's doing like a, it just like cuts to him doing like a TikTok. He's like, oh, yeah. hey, everybody, I'm here at AW Dynamite and I'm going to join somebody. <laughs> I'm going to join could- a team. Yeah, I mean, it could just be that he like comes out and or he just randomly shows up as like the new member of Team Taz. Um, And I think then, yeah, I think it makes sense because it's like you have, you know, right now Hook is doing his own thing. Um, And he's kind of a face now, which is funny. Um, Yeah. Uh, and so you have Hobbs and you got Starks and yeah, missing kind of a third dude. And Hey, maybe this is where there's this kind of running theme in team Taz that we can play on where like Brian cage was the FTW champion and then team Taz turned on him. And now Ricky Starks is the FTW championship champion. And then maybe eventually he gets popular enough where Team Taz turns on him. Oh, my God. And we get a Ricky Starks babyface run in AEW. I mean, it's hard to imagine. It's hard to imagine that because I think he's a phenomenal heel. But if we if you know, if he does sort of look at the rock and what the rock can do and he could be that sort of like. He could be that kind of like Moxley level, like. Like you're not a good guy, but you're a guy that everybody likes that is bad, you know, Mm. because there's a Mm. bunch of people that are like that. I mean, that's right. Like the Rock and Stone Cold were the two perfect guys because they weren't true baby faces. When they were heels, they were great but people liked them because they were like i'm gonna do my own thing and like i'm kind of a dick but i'm a lovable dick and like that's what yeah, like mox okay. has done too mox isn't like i'm here to save the day he's like fuck you i'm gonna do my own thing yeah <laughs> and like starks could be on that level he does cut sympathetic promos though you know sometimes um uh i guess that's different from being like Everybody, I'm here to make sure that people are competing properly, and I'm here to make sure well, that the bad guys lose. Mo- Mox's promos aren't, I, I wouldn't necessarily say they're sympathetic. I think he just goes out there and he says exactly what's on his mind. Like the whole, right. like when he came back, you could say that's a sympathetic promo, but if you just show that to a random person, they're like, He's talking about killing people. <laughs> oh, yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, I, I suppose that's he's talking about like read. fighting demons and like wanting to like spill people's blood. <laughs> right, right. OK, so let's say that um, Team Taz, uh, because because they're uh, 
their big cash cow and the person who gets them the most likes and Curry's internet favor is Hook. But Hook is busy uh, doing cursing and stuff with <laughs> Danhausen. And uh, so they're like, okay, well, Hook is busy. We need somebody to uh, get us back into the conversation that, that we, we needed team Taz to be on the top of everybody's mind. So uh, Hobbs, Ricky, I brought somebody in who's going to be able to help us get back into the viral nature of the internet and get those <laughs> likes and make people care about team Taz, make people care about the FTW championship. And then it's like, <laughs> uh, just smash cuts to uh, Austin theory. being like, Hey everybody, I'm here at, dynamite and i can't wait to join team taz and then he, he just like walks out with them <laughs> that seems- I, th- I think he has to be even more dumb than he already is that's such a that's such a, that's such a wwe <laughs> okay it is it totally is it's so lame that it's so bad but it's funny (laughs) hey everybody (laughs) yeah it's me austin theory (laughs) uh he's taking selfies he like takes selfies with uh taz taz is really happy he takes a selfie with hobbs and then he goes to take a selfie with ricky starks and starks is just like a little bit yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, okay. Uh, I like that. Uh, okay. Um, and then I think Hobbs, they go Hobbs and, and Hobbs and Taz are super into it, but Ricky's kind of like, mm, okay, sure. And then they yeah, build, yeah. and then they build this like friendship over right, time. Right. So I think this debut of Austin Theory uh with Team Taz has to be in like a, a trios match of some sort, maybe. Where it's like Hobbs, Ricky Starks, and Theory versus. Oh, it sucks that these people have ended up being the job squad, but against probably three members of the Dark Order somewhere on Dynamite. So it would be like, I don't know, Reynolds, Uno, and Johnny Hungy, because that's okay. a that's a nice little matchup because Reynolds and uh, Silver can match up well with Theory and um and Starks. And then you have uh, the the big boys, Uno and Hobbs, for those boss fighting moments in that match. Yeah, I think that I think that works. Like, yeah, it's it would be it's kind of the thing where I get that certain wrestlers who are in these like faction oriented groups, like they're only I mean, the only time that you can really showcase them is in like tag matches and that's fine because then you get to have more people on on screen so like i've been wanting like or like i was super happy that we got that uh pack versus buddy matthews match because i've been wanting to see buddy matthews in a singles match for a while um Mm. so but yeah it's like if it's gonna be a faction then like have them in that then later you can do like a singles match against someone and kind of build like a grudge match sort of deal. Yeah. I think like we should build them up to go for the tag titles and then they lose. And that's when like the real turn happens when it's like, um, like, Oh my God, like we could have won this thing if it was like me and Hobbs, not me and theory or like Starks or, or or something like that, where it's just like them trying to one up each other 
costs Team Taz the tag titles. And I, I think, think we could see the beginning of it in this like squash match. I think what would be really fun to do and really a really like kind of honestly a little bit different than what's been going on on AEW is take take note from Jericho and Kevin Owens and the Festival of Friendship. Oh, like ha- like literally like have these two like not super into each other, become super best friends. Um, but all it's really building up to is that then theory basically takes Ricky's spot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But like, I think like there should be, this should be like a long-term booking where the, like these two, like really do become like super, super tight. And like, yeah, yeah. They're like getting along super well. Like the group is vibing. Like, they're yeah, yeah. they're like winning a lot of matches. Uh, maybe Theory even gets a shot for the TNT title at one point, mm-hmm. um, and just like an open, like an like an open challenge match sort of deal. Um, you know, maybe it eventually builds to like Starks is uh, maybe going to get a shot at the Atlantic Championship, mm. uh, and like maybe it screws up there maybe theory yeah. kind of technically cat costs the match but they're okay with it yeah yeah that's a, that's a good idea um so i i think to kind of build their uh slight adversarial relationship at the very beginning before they um become very good friends it, it would be good to um to start like sort of that one-upmanship uh, we can do some really uh, kind of uh, <clears throat> shitty WWE esque uh, type um, hijinks with them, uh, but but even in just this uh, squash match here, um, I realized like the ATL and the Rochambeau are like kind of similar, um, kind of. What is the Rochambeau again? This uh, this could be part of our our, our segment at the end of the podcast. <laughs> this is a, this is foreshadowing our uh, ending segment. I but just forget. The Rocham- I, like the I Rochambeau is a is, is a sit out dominator. Is a sit, oh is right, a sit okay. out dominator. And then yeah. I I don't I don't know how to describe the ATL. The ATL no. is kind of like the ATL like, is a fireman's like cutter. Yeah. It it it's it's a cutter into a knee, right? Right. They're kind of so similar. It, I mean, so they're, I like, mean, they're like ish similar. You know, carry. Like I mean, the only thing on the shoulder. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's like on the shoulder really into similar. another move. Um, but I think a really fun sort of moment in this match because it is Austin Theory's debut is we're gonna have to just kick the shit out of somebody from the Dark Order. So I think everybody is pretty incapacitated. Like Uno and Hobbs have been scrapping outside let's say reynolds gets thrown out of the ring so it's just theory and starks and like johnny hunky and i think we get a rochambeau hit onto silver and he's about to get the pin but then (laughs) austin theory like tag like blind tags him out and then picks up silver and then does the atl (laughs) But then Starks tries to get the tag again. You know, so would they're be, like other 
fighting after they're fighting after the uh the tag someone that would, this would be really funny to do with would be like fuego fuego oh. and like if it was like fuego and i don't know like um uh, uh dante martin but like then like this happens on fuego specifically and like <clears throat> Oh, yes. Yes, yes. That's right. Okay. That's a good idea. Then. Bit, so let's but, say that. But maybe it's like, I don't know how to describe it. Like, I, I like, because the only issue is like when it's like, unless they, it's choreographed in such a way where like they do a move and then they're able to reach from the tag position and like tag them in. I don't know if they could do like a, like a rivalry could build up where then it's a tornado tag match. Yeah. Where then it's like at or it's like maybe they have a match and then afterwards they they like because I just want to see like them doing like basically playing like horse with wrestling moves where it's just like one does a super kick then the other does a cooler super kick then one does like uh, does like a power slam the other does a cooler power like basically like one upping each other in that way like that and then they just like. and then they just How about, stand up to each other and like lock heads like two rams. Yeah. And yeah, then finally yeah, they yeah. both do their finishers at the same time and win. Right, right. Okay. So let's let's say this like first debut match is just a traditional squash and and we get to see Theory dominate um and hit the ATL on like Reynolds or Silver, and then it's like one, two, three, boom. It's the beginning of uh, this new and improved team Taz. Uh, and then the next thing is that they're like kind of trolling around trying to find opportunities uh, as a team. And let's say Hobbs is maybe busy doing some stuff so he cannot be a part of the tag team all the time, which is why Theory and Starks have to team up. And we get that match that is like uh, Dante Martin and Fuego versus uh theory and starks maybe taz is like i want to see if you two guys can work together in the ring because i didn't like what i saw in your first match where theory blind tagged in did the atl and stole the win when right. it's like starks was dominating it's like taz is like you guys need more communication you need yeah. to work together if this team is gonna it's gonna dominate the the tag yeah. division I, you need Hobbs chemistry is- Hobbs is is going after the the TNT championship and he's on his rise and you two need to work together more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're like, (laughs) if you want if if you want real WWE stuff, then it would be like (laughs) I'm you know, and you what I'm going to do, I'm going to force you to you. I'm going to make it or like you two have to spend the entire day together. And then it like yeah. shows clips of them like getting breakfast together and like they just become so self-absorbed in each other. Like at first they're both really like self-centered, but then they like they they see the, the thing that they're both like they see how they both are egotistical and then they start complimenting each other like. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think that would be a good moment for Ricky Starks to do that thing that you were talking about, where it's like, oh, theory, you got everything, you know, you got you got the moves, you got the athleticism, 
you got the personality, but you don't have the style and I can help you with that. And then you're just like, what do you mean? And then they do like, they uh, go shopping. They, they go shopping. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like this thing where, you know, he like, it's in the change room and Ricky Starks is like sitting there and then theory like comes out and has like a couple of different looks until they basically are dressed the same. And then they show up for a match. I think, um, well, I think then part of that also then has to be like, maybe like Ricky, this is kind of get honestly, maybe this isn't the direction it should go in, but I kind of like it. This kind of feels like Billy and Chuck kind of vibes oh interesting interesting like not going as far as wwe did where it like actually became like a romance story but like just the fact that it's like two dudes like who like really get into each other and like they find that they're like best friends and like they're always together like that sort of thing and they just like works so well with each other but like they're clearly like super comfortable with like their friendship and their and and what they do and like maybe even there's like ass ass padding like when they do something really good (laughs) i was just thinking i was just thinking i was just thinking because like if if starks helps helps theory in that way of like getting him nicer clothes. What does theory do for Starks? And maybe he like shows him like if we continue this whole like, oh, I'm an influencer selfie game sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He like helps him take better pictures. And then there's this like montage of like them taking a bunch of selfies together looking like hot and stuff. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> That's what I, th- made me I think, think we can do. I Chuck. think we can do a, a mixture of the of these two things. Right. I think like we could really build this bromance out and they're like, yeah, they're really like celebrating aggressively and they spend they're like together all the time. They go to the gym to the together, point. they go to the spa yeah. together, they get massages yeah, yeah, yeah. together. To the point where like T- like Taz and Hobbs are like what the what's happening here? And of course this leads to them like, you know, they're getting some matches on dark and stuff and they're you know, they're crushing dudes. Uh yeah. and yeah, they they do some, some ass pats. They have like a little like secret handshake that they do. <laughs> um <laughs> And then, and then I, I think like we we get to this match. I think this is uh, this has to starting to build up wins to get th- into uh, a tag team. This has to go on scenario easily. Yeah. This has to go on for like a year. Oh God! Yeah, it, you, we yeah. you have I, I to build so. up the bromance yeah. to to the point yeah. where everybody forgets about like what happened before or like when they first everybody you get so used to it that then when the turn happens it's like super serious yeah 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 it's gonna be bad okay so let's say like in the middle of all of this they're like um, give Hobbs a run with the TNT championship and like yeah like let him do his thing let these two have their bromance (laughs) and like become a dominant tag team let them feud with a team like I don't know let let them feud with FTR let them feud with uh he was another really good face team um right now (sighs) I'm having a hard time thinking of a good Babyface tag team other than Jurassic Express. And FTR because FTR yeah. is a face tag team now, right? Yeah, um, I guess the Lucha Bros are kind of uh, Lucha Bros, a sure. face a face tag team. 
Yeah. But like, yeah, have them feud <laughs> with people and get really close to the tag titles and build that up for a while. Yeah. And like in the midst of all of this, I think instead of doing that, like Fuego and Dante thing where it's like they're one upping each other, I think they're like just like having so much fun like that they like want to continue to uh you know it's like a friendly competition thing where it's like oh you super kicked him oh i could super kick him too boom and then they like do a high five <laughs> and then yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. oh okay great let's do a, like a, a a pile driver oh great yay high five celebrate yeah take a selfie oh let's do our finishers now okay do our secret handshake do do do, do. okay let's do our finishers boom take a selfie one two three I think that I think that could be one of the the signature finish is that like one of them does the finisher and goes for the pin and then instead of just like getting up and having their arms raised they like go uh, <laughs> to next to the person who has gotten uh pinned or whatever and they do the selfie which is just like what Austin Theory was doing earlier when he yeah. would like mess people up and then take a selfie. Yeah, for sure. Like they could easily there there could be like a cool combo move of like the um was it is it a town down is his move the atl is the, move, the atl right the atl the yeah. atl the rochambeau maybe there's a cool tag team that they move that they develop um i'm not too mm. sure what it would be but like there could be something and uh and so then yeah and, and whoever pins who yeah, it's like Ricky gets the pin and and Austin does the the selfie and that's sort of their shtick for a while. And it's mm. just clearly like two bros, like having the time of their life, just like yeah. winning and facing. And even when they lose, they're like they're so heartbroken about it together. Like even yeah. even if like they lose a match and then there's a backstage interview with like Shivani or someone, and like Starks is really upset about it, but then Austin and <laughs> Theory is just like, "Don't worry, man. We'll get him in. The, we'll get it the next time." Like this was just a bump in the road. You know, it's that sort of thing. Like super supportive of each other at the same time. Like that'd be really funny yeah. and cool. <clears throat> what do you say? Let's go. Uh, let's go recover at the spa and get <laughs> frappuccinos. <laughs> it's like Zoolander. Like yeah. they're like basically like yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's. I think that's what it what it should be like. Is like uh, in in Zoolander. But they're still. <laughs> and, but it's not like solely comedy based. Like they're still really really good wrestlers. And right, like having like good matches, but the, it's just building their friendship yeah. to the point that then like the internet has to have this sense of like, oh my God, when are they going to break up? Start yeah. Starks in theory. And like, it just carries on to the point where like, oh, maybe that's never going to happen. And then it happens and it breaks everybody's hearts. Yeah. It's like <laughs> they are the, the Hansel and Derek Zoolander of the WWE or the, of the, of AEW. Yeah. Um, and I'm just trying to build up to this moment where, so they've been doing this for a while. I think they get, a tag team title shot. I think they lose and it's like, Oh no, are they going to break up? No, they're just going to keep going. Um, and then like you said, we could get a Austin theory shot at the TNT title. We could get a Ricky Stark shot at the all Atlantic. Um, and it's like, even if they lose, they're always 
with each other at ringside and I, you start to wonder like okay where is this gonna go there could be a there could be like a tease <laughs> of of you know they tease the hell out of christian cage turning on jungle boy over and over and over and over again and like i think it maybe was one or two too many but this you could have one where it looks like maybe starks is gonna turn on theory and yeah. like he's just standing there and theory turns around and instead of like you know doing a move or anything it just like gives him a big hug and you're yeah, like okay yeah, no yeah, yeah. these I, two I like are that. tight like these two are tight it's like okay let's say that uh ricky starks uh gets uh pinned by pack um in their all atlantic match and then he just like kind of gets up and he grabs the the ftw title and then theory like slides in the ring and he's behind him and you're like oh shit oh shit and then he like turns him around like really aggressively as if he's gonna like clothesline him or like hit him or something but he like turns him around into a hug and then <laughs> they steal the best friends thing where it like zooms out <laughs> <laughs> you got to give the people what they want yeah and then it's like well it's like well okay great like what what's gonna happen now but yeah uh, i think i'm wondering I, I, I think this goes on yeah this goes on for a while <laughs> and then i think it does lead up to uh Maybe, I don't know, maybe there's a world title shot or maybe it is a tag team thing because um, essentially the way that they turned on Brian Cage was that they were really feuding with, uh, I forget exactly who they were feuding with. It might have been Hangman, um, but like it was this thing of like Team Taz's motivations were like they wanted to really get the championship or or something like and 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 brian cage was kind of being like like really against like their what they were doing mm. um and then starks got hurt and then when he came back he was he was feuding with cage he basically was like maybe you shouldn't be the leader of team taz anymore blah 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 so it was that kind of thing i think okay I think it just straight up has to be like a full turn. I think it yeah. did, we just have to figure out like a, a full hard stop turn. And that's the moment, you know? So I wonder if this starts could be, to happen. It could be the tag team titles and they lose it. And then theory turns on it. And it turns out that like theory and team Taz turn on Starks. I don't know, but yeah, I think maybe after they, lose their opportunities at the singles titles they they start to get like a bit more aggressive and it's like it's like a lot like the the fun bro stuff is like starting to like fade away a little bit and they're like actually getting very much into this pursuit of the tag team titles again but i think now they're like starting to cheat more and they're starting to win dirty as as before they were just like winning very dominantly because they're both like super talented and they're working together perfectly. They're in unison and stuff, but you're starting to have like the rift happen now where it's just like, okay, theory throws the FTW title to Ricky to hit somebody in the face and then they win. And it's like, okay, well maybe like, I didn't need that, but uh, ooh. 
Yeah, what I was just thinking of as you were saying that was is this thing of like, well, I didn't need that or I didn't need you to help me to win. Like maybe like in this whole thing, like they have a match with the whoever the tag team champions are at the time. And like Ricky has it's a singles match and theory helps him cheat to win, but not like by choice. Yeah. Like it like like maybe he like holds down their ankle on the rope or maybe they are like like maybe maybe there's something like that or he hits him with the t- title and yeah, yeah yeah maybe at first like they're like the like uh ricky is like well like i had it i had it in the bag until until you got involved but like i would have won it anyways it's like it starts yeah, out exactly. as that sort of thing yeah 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 and then yeah, maybe like, I would have won anyway yeah, and then maybe the opposite happens, but it doesn't work. Where like Ricky tries to help Austin win, but then it backfires, and then he loses. Maybe yeah. then, like that's super. That's super classic. Like that's very classic tag team, like starting to fall apart kind of stuff. And then so you I said think, that we I think gonna, that's good. We're gonna drag this out for a year, right? So I think like the the turning point is they should get one more shot at the tag team titles. Uh, and they they fucking lose. They try to cheat, but they they lose. But I think and then, I think yeah, what I think is that, like. I think the way that this would work out a lot and be much more unique or anything, because that's that's easy to do is like, oh, you know, oh, they're falling apart. Can they coexist to win the championship? Oh, they didn't. Oh, he turns on them. Blah is like, I think you have these sort of rifts starting to happen, but then some event or some match happens where clearly, no, they're still perfectly cohesive. Like, sure, there's, sure. there's no doubt in anyone's mind that this is going to happen. And then you and then maybe like you kind of let that linger for a little bit. And then they get a tag team title match and yeah, they lose and in that moment, then like maybe like Starks, maybe it's not even that like they cheat or anything. It's just that maybe like Theory tries to help cheat. Starks then gets the one up, but because of the distraction, they Starks would have pinned him. Mm. And then maybe there's a communication breakdown. But then the match continues. It's a false finish. They start getting back into it. And then Theory gets tossed out. Uh, Starks goes for the finish. It's a kick out. He looks like he's going to win it. And then they and then whoever they're facing, maybe it's FTR. They just combo on them. Big rig. One, two, three. They lose. Yeah. Team Taz comes out. Theory's there. Ricky's in the middle. Uh, they pick him up and he's kind of like, I'm sorry. Like, I thought I had it. Like, and they kind of start not necessarily arguing, but they're kind of going back and forth in the middle of the ring of like, no, it's OK. It's fine. And maybe Ricky's like, I thought we had it. We for sure had it. And Theory's kind of like, it's OK. Don't worry. And then Starks turns around and immediately as he turns around, then Theory just like backstabs him or something. 
and mm. and then like mm. Team Taz is there and they look shocked. Right. Right. right? Okay. They look they're shocked at this. And then Hobbs just like smiles really big and then picks up Starks and like power slams him or something. And everybody's um, just like, what's happening? Why are they turned on Starks? Um, <laughs> and, and then Theory just picks up the FTW belt and holds it up. Yes. OK, so that sounds really, really good to me, but I would like to make it more stupid. Um, <laughs> of course, of course, it can just, so, it can be emotional yeah, it, or interesting. It, can, it, it had can, to be. It, it has to be. It has to have a, a little bit of uh, that uh, bromance stupidity to it as well. So I think okay, that exact moment happens. But you, we were, we've been talking about this building out for like a year, right? So I think it should be like a year to the day where they first started to team up and. After this uh, devastating tag team loss, um, Team Taz uh, joins Starks and Theory in the ring. But <laughs> Taz has this like sash that says like uh, one year of friendship. And then okay, okay. Hob- Hobbs has a cake that says uh, best buds forever or whatever or something like that. Okay. And it's like, it's like, okay, well, I thought we were going to win the tag team championship oh, and theory, it would okay. have been beautiful to celebrate this like one theory, year of friendship with you. Theory puts this all together for Ricky. Yeah. It's pretty planned. Like, because yeah. he thinks that they're going to win. Like, of course yeah. they're going to win. They're the, they're the best. Um, But when they don't and Ricky's like, yeah, we were getting that emotion still. We're, we're still getting that good moment of Ricky being like, I'm so sorry. Like, I I tried my best. Um, like, I gave it everything I had. Like, I'm, I know we've lost again, um, but I, I couldn't do anything else. Like, we, we, we did everything right. Or we, at least we tried. And they're like, yeah, that's fine. Um, that's, that's, that's totally okay. Uh, and then you get that moment where Stars just kind of like it goes to pick up his FTW title, and then Theory just goes, Ugh! and yeah, that's when that shocked moment happens with Taz being like, "What?" <laughs> and and start and uh, and Hobbs also being like, "Oh no, I maybe can't believe like, this is happening." <laughs> maybe like secretly in the cake, there's something. Oh. That's pretty funny. Maybe it's like, maybe like they're like, oh, it's okay, blah, blah, blah. And then he like picks up the cake and then like smashes it in Ricky's face, revealing that there was like, I don't know, a phone, a phone. <laughs> and then he takes a picture with him after he, <laughs> he turns. <laughs> okay. I was thinking something that like would hurt, like something that does like damage. Like maybe there's like a ring bell in the cake, you know? <laughs> oh, oh, that's that's pretty funny. Um, He's a phone, <laughs> a phone. He just has a phone a, on him. <laughs> it's a it's a phone inside the cake. No, uh, I, that's a that's a much better idea. It it would be funny if the, uh, the if the cake is shaped like a ring bell, and you think it's it's just like a oh, uh, is it cake moment? But it's literally just a ring bell covered in icing. Oh, yeah, we're getting we're getting into we're getting into this is yeah okay. <laughs> <laughs> there might as well be a wedding. Um, 
No, but, but yeah, I, sure. This this cake I, is is a is a weapon. Yes, I like that turn though. I like that it's like, yeah. oh well, I already had all this planned that we were gonna win. So, mm. but we might as well just celebrate anyways. And then that's the turn. And then the, yeah, they turn yeah. on Starks, and then Theory raises up the championship, the FTW championship, and then they feud from there. Ricky gets yeah. the gets the you know babyface reaction. Uh, he goes on his own. They have an FTW championship match. And I think Theory ends I think up winning. That's yeah, I think that's gotta be like the match to sort of not to end the feud, but to to make it clear that the transition of positions in Team Taz is Ricky is out and Theory is now like the FTW guy. I I just like this idea that like in in Team Taz, like it's this rotating thing of like someone new joins and then someone leaves and like maybe then eventually down the road, like uh, someone joins and they and they turn on Hobbs and then Hobbs get this like giant baby face like push. Yeah, so, yeah. And it's yeah, just this like good. the the old guard changing kind of thing. I think that'd be kind of funny. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I really love this idea of like these two becoming super bro romance sort of thing. Yeah, uh, and we have to do all of the big moments from all of the oh yeah. bro movies and stuff. You got to have them like dressed up like uh, John C. Riley and Will Ferrell and Step Brothers, and they're in like uh, a gym, like cutting watermelons with like katanas and shit. Uh, you got to get like them playing volleyball. And now since the Top Gun movie is so popular, you get Ricky Starks doing like the Miles Teller dance in okay, the I like that. new movie. <laughs> I like that. Uh, you're, yeah, you get you're getting just like very classic bro uh, moments throughout their like year of build, um, mm-hmm. and yeah, because the yeah, of course, like if there's beach break, they come out like at, like Top Gun. Yes, because you know. I just think I just think the the more you build it up and the more you make it like you got to care about their friendship, the harder mm-hmm. than the the turn will feel and it'll actually mean something instead of like, yeah. uh, instead of, you know, coming in a couple months later, Oh, what happens? You know, like make it like, no, this is a team that we're sticking with for a long time. And then the turn like, that'd be really cool. This um, is like the inevitable, inevitable RK bro turn that will happen. Yeah. Because like you're hearing like oh. outside of kayfabe that like, you know, Randy Orton's having the best time of his life and he's like so excited to be working well, with everybody- Riddle and now, yeah, everybody also thought that they were going to turn on each other or like Randy was going to turn on him in like a, a month in. And it's been like yeah. almost. It's been like, oh, like, I don't even know how many months, like, I don't even know. It, it feels like felt. at least a year, at least it a might year have been. I don't know been together. Yeah. And so, yeah, make it make it much more serious make people care about it. Then. Yes. Then the turns make sense. Then the turns are serious. But yeah, I love that. That's so fun. Uh, Let us know, audience and listeners. uh, How would you do a Austin Theory versus Ricky Starks matchup? Um, Would they be friends? Would they be bros and then turn each other? Or would there be something else? Let us know. We'd love to hear your dream fantasy bookings. Uh, to close out this episode, we're going to be trying another new segment this week. Uh, Something I thought of. Uh, which is what we're calling what is that finisher so essentially the idea for this is 
that we each have picked a wrestler. We're going to say what the finisher is called. And the other is going to have to guess what that finisher actually is because there's all these different finishers have these really cool, crazy names, but they all are like an actual wrestling move or a combination of wrestling moves. So for an example, uh, something like we were talking about this before, like the one wig angel by Kenny Omega. What that technically is, is a one arm electric chair driver. <laughs> yes. So I'm going to name a wrestler and a move and Anthony's going to have to guess it and he'll do the same for me. So uh, do you want to start? You want me to start this one? Uh, yes. Yes. Alrighty. So my wrestler for what is that finisher is the Miz. And the move is the skull crushing finale. What is that finisher? Oh, God. Um, This feels like one of those things where as soon as you hear it, you'll be like, oh, of course. (laughs) Is it a... Uh, you have to like think of the position and what they do and the movement and <laughs> uh, front cradle face buster. I you don't got, know. Uh, face buster, yes. Okay, it's, it's a full Nelson leg oh, sweep. Sh- okay, full Nelson leg sweep face buster. Because, yeah, he does the he put he puts their arms up. He sweeps the legs and then throw lands them forward into a face buster. God damn it. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's um, that's that's pretty difficult because um, it's, there's the position. As, as you yeah. hear it, though, you're like, oh, yeah, of course. Duh. Yeah. Yeah. Full Nelson. Russian leg. face buster. OK, um, so I, I chose AJ Styles. And I wanted to uh, ask you what the Styles Clash is, but technically, on Pro Wrestling um, Wiki, there's a, there's its own its, its own page. Like, there's no like actual wrestling description of what the move is. It is literally just like a whole journal entry that describes what the Styles Clash yeah, is. Yeah, because I don't so really do- know. I don't really know if I could relate the styles class to anything because it's very unique that's one of the moves that's like i don't really know like technically i guess it would be in the same family as like the bro derek that riddle does where it's that sort of like you it's like the gotch style but like the way that styles does it like you know he has his legs and he and he wraps his legs around their arms and then does the but it's not like a gotch style power slam so I'm just going to ask you two. I'll ask you two different ones that AJ Styles uh, now uses and did use. Okay. And let's one of them is pretty easy, but we'll see if you can get the other one, because I don't know if you've uh, seen AJ Styles do the other move before. So the first move, of course, is the phenomenal forearm. Can you tell me what that is? Um. So that would be a. Oh, is it a slingshot or is it a oh, it's not oh no slingshot slingshot describes something else but i can't think of mm-hmm. what it would technically be um oh, oh oh what is that called what is that what is 
jumping off the rope called? Uh, I can't remember. I'm just going to go with sling. It's a slingshot diving cross forearm. <laughs> <laughs> this is a, a classic case of where you have overcomplicated uh, the naming of the move, but uh, that is the name of the game. Uh, the phenomenal forearm, uh, as per ProWrestlingFandom.com, is a springboard forearm Sp- smash. Springboard. That's what I was. I couldn't remember springboard. But yeah, okay, forearm, here is forearm the, smash yeah. diving forearm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So here's the bonus. Um, AJ used to use this move uh, from 2002 to 2013, mostly in TNA and Impact, uh, called the Spiral tap do you know what the spiral tap is i literally have no idea because i didn't really watch him in tna so (laughs) i'm gonna guess it's a submission move and it's a isn't it wouldn't it wouldn't okay never mind your face decided (laughs) to make me change my mind i honestly have no clue i actually don't even know what this looks like okay so the spiral tap is uh a off the top rope move and it is a corkscrew senton bomb oh so it's like oh is it like the one that ray used to do oh wait corkscrew senton bomb yeah it's oh wait never mind okay it's pretty crazy oh so So is it like is it like he does like a a like a flip and turn in the air and into a senton correct oh so it's like a 450 splash but instead of landing on your on your front you land on your back yeah and instead well the 450 is like more of like a, a true like rotation whereas this corkscrew is like kind of twisted oh is it kind of so is it kind of like the black arrow that pack does kind of yes except not on but your instead front of you land on your back your back yeah oh okay yeah wow did not know that that's cool though yeah i was i was close with styles uh, with the f- phenomenal forearm though springboards yeah. let's, let's see if you can you, you can't really see it i'll i'll show it to no, you no, after it's the fine pod. i'll watch it later yeah but there yeah. we go so that was let us know if uh like we're i just want to try out these new segments because it gives a bit more variety and so uh let us know which segment you have enjoyed so far or if you have an idea for a segment that would be really cool get some fan interaction that way and if you have any cool moves that you'd like to test us on uh tag us on twitter at book events pod to finish and close off the episode this week, uh, we'll give a match recommendation, which is mine this week. Uh, at the time of recording this, they just celebrated, and I think it's going to continue for the summer, I assume, uh, 20 years of John Cena, which uh, is incredible and fantastic. And John Cena is truly one of the greatest ever to do it. He is truly the GOAT. Um, and one of my favorite John Cena matches ever was John Cena versus Edge in a TLC match um, for the WWE title. Um, I don't remember what the year was, but it's one of my favorite matches. That's the FU attitude adjustment off the top of the ladder through double stack tables. Insane moment. One of my favorite Cena Edge matches. So go check that one out. Um, we'll definitely have that linked in the description. Yeah. So that's going to do it for this episode of Book of Fence. Thank you very much for hanging out with us and listening. 
Uh, hope you enjoyed it. If you want to follow anything that we do here at Unknown Error, come and watch our Twitch streams or other content. You can follow us online at UE underscore films. If you want to check me out online on Twitter, Instagram, you can follow myself at Barton underscore minute. You can follow Mr. Anthony Hall at Hall and jokes on Instagram and Twitter. And of course, you can follow the podcast on Twitter at Book It Vince Pod. Thank you very much for listening and or watching. Go watch some wrestling and we'll catch you next time. <laughs>